Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Hello and welcome to the Man Post podcast. I am your host, Ross, and as always, joining me, there's Greg and there's Colin. Good evening, chaps. Good evening. Hi there. And we have a special guest in the form of Richie from His and Hers Movie Reviews. Hello, Richard. Hello. How you doing, mate? It's good to be here. You are a Liverpool fan. Uh, I am, but I don't spread it around. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you, we'll still let you talk anyway. <laughs> um, so how, how's the... Um, How's this season been going for you? Obviously, it's not gone great, well, as well as last year. But well, yeah, unfortunately, Colin's prediction didn't come out. You know, they're not yeah. number one at the moment, but not yet. Yeah. Oh, he's a listener, Colin. You're in trouble. <laughs> um, signing Balotelli was a bit of a mistake. Yeah, it's not coming. Sturridge, Sturridge getting injured is basically the biggest part. I think of where we're going wrong at the moment. Just not having a front man. It's just can't score. Yeah, that is the main problem. Isn't it? No goals coming in. Yeah, you got one. You got a zero goal difference now, though. So exactly, it's getting there. It's <laughs> getting better. Again. Every cloud. Exactly. Well, you're 15 games into the season. You got a zero goal difference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's start with an opening question. Uh, Colin, you you posed this question this week. Why don't you uh, tell everyone what it is? Okay, the, my opening question for for you guys is with the Announcement this week that uh, Spectre will be the new James Bond film. Which footballer would you pick to either be a replacement for Daniel Craig as 007, or which footballer would you have as your Bond baddie? Mm. I'm going with the baddie. I'm going with uh, either Stan Collymore or Robbie Savage. Yeah, Stan Collymore does have a history exactly. in your films as well. <laughs> the woman, the instinct classic, basic instinct, basic instinct two. two. <laughs> I got blocked for telling me he was rubbish in that. You blocked me. That's a reasonable reason to block someone. <laughs> that's, that's kind of that's quite nice abuse he gets considering some of the other stuff he gets. Yeah. Stuff, though, to be honest, that's almost that's playful. <laughs> that's almost that's a compliment it. for him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where you stand, Richie, but am I right in thinking that all of the Man on the Post team have been blocked by Stan Collymore <laughs> for one reason or another? <laughs> so I, I, I have. What a like. <laughs> Richie, that's your task for this week, all right? Yeah. You know, that's it. Come back. <laughs> I can't be mean to Stan. <laughs> of course you can. Of course you can. Yeah, I'm going with uh, either Savage or Collie because I don't really like James Bond films, so if he were to win it, it would fail, and that would hopefully be the end of them. Very good. Richie, have you got a suggestion for either a new 007 or a Bond baddie? I've got a baddie. It's kind of a rehash of an old Bond baddie. Right. It's Jaws. I'm guessing you can guess who the player is. Suarez! <laughs> of course, he needs some stilts. Get the height there, but. Yeah, not quite as big. But yeah, he's a bit of a biter, so I think he'd work in Bond. <laughs> a bit of a biter. <laughs> Very good. Greg, your there's thoughts? Only one, there's only one man that can replace Daniel Craig, and that is Olivier Giroud. He's, he's just got the whole package. Imagine him stepping out of a. He's got, he's seat. got the. Yeah. Oh. Imagine that! God, that it would be fantastic. I can't put into words how good that would be. Yeah, he 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 is. I reckon if Specimen. he doesn't replace Daniel Craig, then no, I won't watch another Bond film. But as <laughs> as for um, the uh, baddie Nigel Pearson, he would terrify me. <laughs> that would be that would be up there with Bond villains. He I would want to fuck off and die. Yeah. <laughs> It's just the like the the quite slow monotonous voice that he has as well. Mm. That would throw the chills into anyone. No emotion. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Colin? Well, I'd say to you, Ross, who who is your favourite uh, Bond actor of all time? Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, of course it is. We're massive. 
we're we're massive Brosnan fans, aren't we? Yeah. And uh, says your age. <laughs> <laughs> just just yeah, because he's a great film. He's he's it's just because he's so bad. <laughs> exactly. So he's straining all the time. Ooh, is he? And it just makes great noises in any film. And, and also, if you want to see him at his best, find an early Irish film called Taffin. And just just type Taffin, T-A-F-F-I-N, onto YouTube. There's clips of it there. You know what's and it is, it, it's great. Um, but, yeah, on a similar theme to Brosnan, um, I'm going to the MLS for my replacement for Daniel Craig. I'm going for an Irishman, and I'm going for the guy who's just been awarded MVP, uh, which is a term Americans use. But it's it's most valuable player, the one and only Robbie Keane. Really? Yeah, he's he's old enough to pass it off because you can't have a, a young James Bond, can you? He's so he's to play James Bond as well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, he supported MI6 as a boy. <laughs> I like it. I like Robbie Keane. He's a he's a good source of humour. And and the thing is, he's he's got longevity about him because he'll still be playing for Ireland for like <laughs> another twenty years. He'll never give up. Um, I think he's got more goals than Bobby Charlton. Is that right? I think it is. No, surely we, not. We we can check that while we're going through while we're while we're going through the podcast. Yeah. But um, killing someone and doing his roly-poly celebration with the guns after. If if you put Robbie Keane as 007, he could he could run as long as Roger Moore did. <laughs> the, the James Bond for the new generation. Excellent, thanks for that. That is also a crap title for a film, the Spectre. It goes back to the the old days, doesn't it? Mm. I think your it has, Spectre it has potential. Your Spectre against my Spectre, or whatever it was, with Sean Connery. Cameo from Phil Spector? Maybe not. That might be a bit tricky. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about some football. Uh, let's start with yesterday's early game. Newcastle beat Chelsea. I can finally stop saying Chelsea march on relentlessly towards the title. Arsenal fans celebrated. Uh, didn't last very long for them, but yeah. they were happy for 20 minutes or so yesterday. Cissé uh, with two goals. Drogba with a, a late, late um, consolation goal. Those little messiahs. Okay? <laughs> I still wanted them to boo Bajou at full time, though. Pull out a banner or something like that. I'm disappointed, Castle oh, fans. It is quite funny, isn't it? <laughs> Just uh, how that they made kicked up this massive fuss at the start of the season, and now they're it's all going swellingly well, yeah. and it's all just subsided a little bit. But they still want him sacked. Yeah, it is. It's with every win, it just makes I think a majority of the. The footballing population chuckle a little bit. Did you see? Did you see his post-match conference? Oh, he must have been bordering on the. My TV almost broke from smugness. <laughs> yeah, we had a plan to beat them, and uh, yeah, we've beaten the best team in Europe today. <laughs> not not that Real Madrid side. They've probably won eighteen in a row. Yeah, or those lads from Munich who are quite good as well. Yeah. Unbelievable, Paji. Jose took it well. It's the ball boy's fault. <laughs> Basically, yeah. it's their fault we lost. It's never his fault, is it? <laughs> they asked him, um, uh, did, like, did you deserve to lose? He said, no, not really. Well, we're the better team. We had more chances. We created more goal, uh, shots on target. Yeah, but you lost, though. You didn't score them, did you? I don't know. Colin, what do you think of this? I, th- I think you covered pretty much most of the main points. I just... The, the thing is, I, I'm going back to an early... Uh, podcast I did on the extra time mm. and uh, I think it was just me and Chris and Chris asked me about two teams to keep an eye on who, who I thought would do well and I said you may laugh at me Chris but look out for Newcastle United and West Ham <laughs> and I feel vindicated now I'm going to have to check these can't confirm this we, we can find it, it's in there somewhere <laughs> we'll have a look um, for them but no I I, I we said when all the Pardew out stuff was kicking off that we, we just wanted Pardew to dig in, just keep going, yeah. just for the hell of it. It is brilliant. He's been proved right, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> so he just comes up with his games, isn't he, against Chelsea? Remember those couple of goals he scored a few years back? The absolute stonker from the sideline on the volley. And they were less impressive goals, but they beat him. 
Yeah, and, and fair play to the ref as well, because it got a little bit tasty in midfield, some challenges flying in. Mm. And I think it was Fabregas, wasn't it, who... Yeah, Fabregas and Colback had a bit of a set two. Yeah, um, but Fabregas certainly committed a, a nasty foul, and but the ref said, no, nah, play on, yeah. and they, they got their second goal from it. Cool, um, so fair play to the ref on that one. Stephen Taylor's a bit of a comedy defender, isn't he? I don't know how he's still playing in Premier League, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's doing. That first one, he just grabs him by the shoulders and pulls him to the ground. And then the second one, he's beating all ends up and just clips him and gets sent off. Could have cost Newcastle the game, but they held on. Richie, any points on this? Might have no see Chelsea lose. Oh, it didn't make me happy, to be fair. It was good to see him lose. They've just been running away of it all season. Mm. It's good they've been brought back down the ground from Sunderland and now Newcastle. Yeah. So they're not the almighty team they think they are. Mm. Good start to the weekend. What's that? It's a good start to the weekend. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) It's good when the little teams get a result against the bigger teams. and It gives hope, doesn't it? (coughs) It really does. Yeah, it does. Uh, There's a couple of games we can kind of skim over here. Hull and West Brom do 0-0. Nothing really happened. McGregor saved the penalty. Uh... Let's move on from that one. Liverpool drew one all, uh, nil nil. Sorry, with Sunderland, not a, yep. a great deal happened with this either, really. No, nope. uh, Sunderland <laughs> had the best chances. Yeah, um, Sterling was trying to throw himself over as much as possible to get a penalty. Wasn't happening. Uh, Twenty million pounds on Markovic, Richie. That was a lot of money wasted, wasn't it? Oh, we overpaid on everyone this year. Mm. You look at the Southampton lads we brought in, Lovren as well. It's yeah. just. They got the money and then it's like, oh, quick, let's buy everyone. And it's like, no, buy good people, you idiots. Yeah, let's just not waste it on everyone. But yeah, it's you've lost a strike, you've lost your best striker. You don't get to buy a defender and two wingers. You, <laughs> you're buying a fucking forward. I'm <laughs> yeah, French. So right, you can swear on this is fine. What do we think to um, the Connor Wickham penalty shout? I thought that was a decent shout, really. Anyone else see this? I think I know which one you're talking about. He, the uh, cut skirtle inside one. skirtle, yeah, and the skirtle yes. kind of. Their, it, their it, needs dubious. Didn't they? But the referee's decision is final, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, QPR 2, Burnley 0. That's a big win for QPR. Um, Charlie Austin got another goal and then got sent off. It's going to cost. An them. assist, a goal, and a red card. Yeah, done everything today. All Even two yellows. Half. Even yeah. two yellows, so brilliantly done. You've got a feeling they're going to struggle without him now, though. Oh, he's got... been there. Is it one game he's going to miss? And that's against one game. Yeah, game. luckily it's away from home. Yeah. So he he might as well not be on the pitch when they play away from home. So <laughs> I don't Emerson. think it's yeah it's as big a loss. <laughs> Good point, actually. As it could have been. Yeah. Um, that 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 goal he scored though was some really nice football. I thought little one twos around the box, lovely pullback from Vargas, just swept it home. They are capable of it sometimes. Yeah. It is nice to see him and Danny Ings doing well at the Premier League level, though, I think. Future England strikers? Austin, definitely. Mm. I think it's getting difficult to ignore him now. 25 years old. 25 years old. He's, got, he's the top English goal scorer in the Premier League. Mm. You've got to be picking new informed players, and that's what Hodgson's been doing recently. Because yeah. uh, obviously there's no internationals uh, coming up until the new year. If he can maintain this form, then I think he should be in that England squad. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, what are our other options at the moment? Yeah, injured storage, well back on the bench yesterday. Rooney's, yeah, he, yeah. if he's fit, Rooney. he's your shoe in. But um, Lambert's you know, playing, but only because uh, storage is injured. Exactly. It's not, <laughs> it's, and I reckon that side, that England side, that tends to play on the counter attack and doesn't mm. tend to create many chances. You need someone like Austin who, if you give him a chance, he's more than likely going to put it away. Yeah, a great move. That's the thing. Yeah, he's scored level goals at every level he's played at. Mm. Cause it wasn't long ago that he was playing you know, uh, Wessex League football, which yeah. is, I think, eighth or ninth tier. Yeah, it's below our, our local team, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's so... crazy. I... I... Can I can I piss on your chips? Um, <laughs> don't, I, I I don't rate him as highly. I think he's still got a lot to prove. Um, just because he scored eight goals this year doesn't make him 
a shoo-in for the England team. I think, if anything, the only person he's competing with is for the... Um, um, I forgot his name, Liverpool guy, Lambert. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's competing with him for his spot, I think. I, I can't see him pushing out any of the other England regulars up front. What does Lambert squad at the moment? How does Lambert deserve to be? He's not getting played. He doesn't play. You can pick someone who does play every week and is the top English goal scorer in the Premier League. You can pick him. (laughs) That's all right. I don't mind that. (laughs) You can't argue that, can you? Yeah. (laughs) But but what do you do when QPR inevitably get relegated? Well, he'll go. He's got. He could easily go to, you know, a, a fairly, you know, decent mid-table side. Like and score yeah, like oh, I was going to say that. Oh, he's got me. I was going to enjoy saying that. Yeah, you, you could see him going to a Tottenham or a, an established mid-table side and doing well. He could cause a lot of damage at Everton, actually. Him and Lukaku. Oh, yeah. Two. That's quite nice, actually. Let's be honest, to Stoke, they beat Arsenal 3-2. Uh, they were 1-0 up after 19 seconds in this game. Peter Crouch scored. Uh, Bojan scored an absolute stunning finish. Uh, John Wall was thundered one home as well. Uh, Santi Cazorla got scored a penalty, and Aaron Ramsey scored a lovely volley, but it wasn't enough for Arsenal. Karen Chambers was sent off late on. There were two very harsh out cards, I thought. Yeah, He's had it coming, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a bit reckless. He's been getting booked every game. Yeah. <laughs> Almost every game. It's going to catch up with you. Yeah. <laughs> One million nine for Arsenal at uh, Britannia Stadium. It's not great, is it? That must go back to the um, the, the first. Yeah. I think that that was the only time they've won there mm. when Ramsey uh, had his leg broken. But th- that record goes back to Stokes' first season in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. So they really do not like going there. It's strange because teams like Burnley and Leicester have loved going there this season. Yeah, Stoke aren't but, even that kind of physical team anymore. No, they're the tallest. Um, they're the tallest football professional football side in the world. Yeah, but they haven't until this week. They hadn't scored from a set piece, I think, <laughs> this wow. season. Yeah, need to work on that crossing, boys. <laughs> well, that average has been brought down by Bojan as well as a tiny little man. <laughs> Uh, that's just for equality and diversity. I think. <laughs> Arsenal started with Bellerin and he had a nightmare. He, he was at fault for that first goal. He just kind of fell over and started to grab at someone's leg. And Crouch just sort of held him off like he was a child, basically. Did we see Peter Crouch's tweet after the game? No. Yes. <laughs> His comparison to Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, did you, uh, I'll let you explain it, Colin, to Richie, because he hasn't seen it. Well, no, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he put a picture of himself scoring mm. next to a picture of Ronaldo with his top off. Yeah. And he said something like pec- pectorals or... Uh, yeah, that... it was, yeah, the pec was uh, highlighted, wasn't it? I don't know what he was trying to suggest. Was he trying to suggest that he's got as big, a, as good a body as Cristiano or... because no, he looked quite fat in that picture. I know he's not fat, but he looked like he had a little bit of a pot belly on him, <laughs> which is very odd. <laughs> I don't know, Crouch is a strange man. He needs to bring the robot back. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. Stop. See when they do that. Yeah. Uh, Tottenham nil, Crystal Palace nil. Palace should have won. They really should have, yeah. Yannick Balassi had a fantastic afternoon. Oh, that piece of skill in the corner. I, I, I still don't know how he's actually managed to do that. And even shit. Well, I had to laugh and Shira said, I don't know how he's done that. Well, no, Alan, that wasn't really your kind of game, was it, doing that sort of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> on such an Alan Shearer, did anyone uh, um, see him being a part of an E17 tribute act on BBC Two <laughs> on um, no. on uh, Friday night? It was at the, he was doing the Hartlepool Blythe Spartans game, and he had one of the big coats with the, oh. with the fur hoods <laughs> and with the microphone. It looked like he was part of E17. It was fantastic. I'm going to have to find that image. <laughs> Do it. It is a great image. That was the uh, the first clean sheet in nine games for Crystal Palace. Tottenham just looked a bit lifeless, didn't they, really? I think the schedule's caught up with them. Yeah. yeah. Not, not really rotating, are they, their squad? No. I don't think there's enough know-how 
in that Tottenham side either sometimes when it does get tough and they're having to break sides down. Mm. They haven't got that outstanding player like they have had in the past, like a Berbatov or a Bale. Yeah. Um, now they've just got, you know, they've spent a lot of money on players who haven't come off. And when it does come to breaking down sides, they haven't got a, you know, like a Modric type either to fred a ball. Mm. It's quite route one, through. not in the old sense of the way, but they have one player. Yeah. You shut it down, you shut them down. Yeah. And, you know, they were looked a bit tired, a bit lifeless and, I think perhaps Palace might look back and they'll take a point, but it should have been all three. Mm. Richie, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, really disappointed by this. I'd uh, put Harry Kane into my dream team and <laughs> didn't pay off. He's been, he's been looking good this season, I thought. Yeah, has. has actually, yeah. He's got quite a lot of goals for them. And then Soldado get one last week after, what was it, a year? <laughs> Surely no one's got Soldado in their dream team, though. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. If you have, you're not winning your league. That's for certain. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting more, really. Cause... What, from Spurs? Yeah. Yeah, plus Crystal Palace. I would have taken them to go down this season. Losing... I, think, I think we all did. Well, most of us did. Yeah, when they lost... Oh, who did they, they lose? Who's their manager? Pulis. The miracle worker, Pulis, yeah. <laughs> and got your favourite manager, Daddy Warnock, in. <laughs> <laughs> just Football's favourite manager. <laughs> yeah, not great. First Spurs, but um, Palace will take a draw all day long now, I think. Yeah, uh, Man City won, Everton nil. This had a game packed full of incident. Uh, how City finished with 10, even 9 minutes on the field is beyond me. Uh, Mangala should have gone. Do we all agree on that one? Um, um, I'm trying to find a defence for him. The- <laughs> <laughs> the, the, no, the the only thing I would say is, no way in the world would you possibly intend to do that. So I can only think it's just one of those things that's happened and he's just ended up because he of gravity. Like that, well, I don't know, but he's 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 cocked his jump up or something and he's just ended up crashing his studs into Eto. But he can't have intentionally meant to do to mean to do that. Um, but that's athlete. The, How do you cock up jumping? <laughs> Hey, I'm clutching at straws, but I'm, try- I'm trying to defend him here. Um, I, d- I don't know. It was just a weird one. It, it didn't stand out to me like it was it, really it was malicious. The, other one, the Fernando one. Mm. That that was bad. I thought. That was that was dangerous. That had that you've got to all these players being sent off for little nudge headbutts mm. and and things like that. That's for me. That's just you know, grow up. Stop doing that. But that's, that's actually dangerous. Yeah. That, that's gen- that genuinely really hurt someone, do some serious damage. Yeah. And he got a book in for it. Mangala got a book in for his as well. Um, Which means no re- retrospective action, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, because the referees dealt with it during the game, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, James Milner, was that a penalty? I, yeah, I don't see what the fuss was about. He's been found in the box. Mm. Just because well, he didn't appeal for it. Like he said, uh, if it happened elsewhere on the pitch... I would have got a free kick for it. Yeah, it's Jackie Elka's out of position. He's clumsy. He doesn't need to go for the ball, and it's he's just barged him over. That I just mm. can't see why anyone would wouldn't say that's not a penalty. What do you think, Richie? You see this? I I did see. It. I think it's a it's a fad at City again, and you know they say, oh, well, they get the big decisions every time. I do think it was quite a soft penalty, but he did run across him. He did knock him over, so you can't argue. Mm. It's a penalty. Colin, what do you think? I'd agree with that. I'd agree it's a penalty. Um, and Milner did it as much as he could. He tried to get back up again. Um, so, yeah, if, if Milner goes down, I believe he goes down for a reason. Surely we should be, you know, yeah. applauding it because it was it was good for Milner because he hasn't thrown himself floor. He's been fouled and he's tried to get back up. There's no, like, grand gesturing or rolling around. Rolling around, um, yeah. Uh, and also well done to the ref because he he's shown that you don't have to roll around to to get a correct decision. Yeah. Um, if you if you go if you are fouled and then carry on, if if the referee is good enough, then they should be able to spot the spot the infringement anyway. Yeah, he's still been fouled. So for me, yeah, for me it was just so well done all round. I know Mariner didn't have a particularly great game, but I thought that was the big decision there. I thought he got right. Mm. The, the booking of um, Ross Barkley for diving was a bit harsh, he I was, thought. He was due. 
I mean, he's gone down easy there. Yeah. As well. There's very minimal contact, but he was due a booking, wasn't he? But yeah, he's, kind of, he's made a rush for his own back, hasn't he, Boyd? Yeah, if he hadn't done what he did mm. against West Ham, he would have got a free kick for that. Yeah. The, the best thing was is that you could see Lampard, as soon as sort of Barker started to go, he had his hands in the air. Yeah. Not to say sort of, look, the guy's diving, but I think saying, look, didn't mean it, it's just accidental, play yeah. on. And then... Collision. And then the referee's got his card out and, and Lampard's still there with his hands up saying, no, I didn't really push yeah. him that much. And, and he's like, no, 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 not you, the other fella. Right? Oh, oh, brilliant. <laughs> and the big talking point for City is Aguero's out injured now. Um, any idea of the length of the injury? Does that come out it today? Just sounds like a knee injury and early suggestions said that they won't know for a few days, mm. which is never good no. news. If it's not one that can be diagnosed straight away and maybe... A few scans have to be done. No, that's never good news, is it? Well, Jekko came on for him in the seventh minute, and then Jekko was replaced in the sixty-third minute. No, it was Jekko came oh, on. Wow, really? Jekko came on in like the seventieth minute. It oh, was, did he? It was a nipper. It was an eighteen-year-old. Pozo. Pozo came on. Yeah. Pozo. Had... Pozo. And can I get your thoughts on this? His shirt number, number seventy-eight. Madness. I think that just shows the extent of the <laughs> Manchester City academy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't Italy, though. Come on, get a, a smaller number on the back of your shirt. <laughs> Just on Aguero's injury, I think it could be worse than it seemed. It could be a bad one. Mm. Um, I was listening to John Hartson on, on Master Day 2 Extra, and he made a good point. He said that, because he, he did seem to have some tears in his eyes, mm. and he said that that's not because of pain or anything like that. It's because, he says, you know when you've done something bad. And he said, but... Um, in his experience, Hartson, this is, he, he'd slipped a disc yeah. and he just felt it. And then he just had his head in his hands because he knew this was going to be a, a bad one. He was going to be out for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, it, he says it looks very similar with Aguero. So hopefully he's not out for too long. But if he is, it could have a massive effect on, on Manchester City because they were catching Chelsea up. Yeah, three points behind now. Vital to their season, leaders. Anyway, another team chasing City. And Chelsea, West Ham United, Andy Carroll's back, Colin. <laughs> Two big headers in this game. Only a matter of time. <laughs> he looked dominant, though. He was man of the match. They couldn't handle him at all. Alex Song controlled the game from the central midfield. West Ham just looking really good. Never thought I'd see the day where West Ham fans are cheering for Allardyce like this after what he was going through last season. But Fabianski was sent off somewhat controversially it's one where you've, you've seen red cards for that before but you've also seen ref, refs let the keeper get away with that sort of thing before as well any opinions on why happened with this one Colin did you see it yeah what I would say is I'd, I'd look more at um, just West Ham as a whole I mean I think first of all nobody would have imagined that they'd be in third place no. in the run up to Christmas but the thing is you'd say okay well their form's going to drop off at some point but if you look at their next eight fixtures Okay. They've they've got Sunderland away. Win. They can win that or draw that. Yeah. Um, they've got Leicester at home. Win. They can win that. They've got Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Okay. There's there's no points on that one. Yeah. They're then playing Arsenal at home. Mm. Opportunity of a point maybe. They tend to do well against Arsenal around Christmas as well. And then in January they've got West Brom, Swansea, Hull, and Liverpool. Oh. I'm going to win the league. Give <laughs> <laughs> me top of the table come the end of uh, January. Oh, imagine what he's going to spend in January. Though. They've said they've given him about fifteen to twenty million pounds to spend as well. <sighs> Looking oh. good for West Ham. Swansea though, they were just a bit, a bit limp really. They took the lead, but after that, there wasn't really anything happening for them. And our final Premier League game of the day was Aston Villa beating Leicester by two goals to one. Uh, two unlikely scorers for Villa, but most people are, it seems. Uh, <laughs> Clark and Hutton with the goals after Ijoa scored uh, for Leicester. His first in nine games. First, it's a Man United game, actually. Villa up to 11th. Uh, Leicester had a man sent off by Paul Koczewski for I thought it was a really harsh red card. I, don't I think thought it was that bad. No, but if, for me, it looked like after? It, I think it was a combination of things. I think the foul was a yellow card. Yeah. And then he's purposely 
tried to get a reaction out of Hutton and he's, he's found a piece of language. That's another yellow card. True. And then he's lent his <laughs> lent his head in and argue that's another yellow card. <laughs> so <laughs> I I counted three three offences there and I think he he kind of asked asked for it really. Yeah, he's that is, yeah don't be a bell end. <laughs> that's basically what he was sent off for. It's being a bit of a knobhead. <laughs> yeah, just a life lesson there. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen Paul Chesky, uh, Paul Koncheski in the flesh. Yeah, he used to um, go out with a girl at work. Right. Um, he dumped her uh, in the end, um, but he, he was a bit of a he was a bit flash. Really? You know, he parked his car right outside to pick her up, um, and it was like I can't remember what it was, but it was top of the range. Um, and uh, yeah, he looks remarkably small in real life as well. So, a low-level Premier League footballer has that flash, unbelievable. Um, but he might actually be a nice guy. I, I don't really know, but I'd... <laughs> I'm going to just guess not because he's a footballer, so probably not really. <laughs> Any thoughts on Leicester or Villa, Richie? I'm a big hater of Villa, as people will know. Um. Well, I think Villa are doing better than people thought they would be. Yeah, sad. They're above Everton. Uh, I know. What's happening there? <laughs> I thought Leicester would be doing better than this. Because they had a couple of strong opening games, didn't they? And they just... Bottom of the table. Kind of faltered in the air, falling away. Especially after last season winning the championship the way they did. Mm. Well, well, Greg, you made Nigel Pearson your Bond baddie. I mean, do you think Pearson has got a bit big-headed? And he's gone a little bit too far with his words that he said about the fan who gave him a little bit of stick. Um, a lot of managers get that. Most managers have to be able to deal with it, surely. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not too sure. I think his heart's in the right place. And if you know, any manager that got Southampton relegated to League One, I'm going to be <laughs> a, a big, big fan of. A big supporter but, of. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I think. I don't want to use the cliche, but I think he's a fairly good footballing man. And he, when the whole incident with the Leicester supporter, I can imagine he was just frustrated. Mm. And it's just come out in the wrong way. Um, but yeah, I think, but I can see him being the first manager to go. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was this week either. It's a shame, really, because we've said about Burnley not spending a lot of money. They've bought a Joa, but that's pretty much it. This year, yeah, the rest of their season is made up of free transfers. And... In their starting lineup, so there was uh, ten players who were playing in the championship last season. Yeah, and Cambiasso was the only one that wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a tough job, but then if they go down, they take the money and they come back stronger a year or two later. It's it's just impossible for managers to do so well the year before and then just boot them out. I, I think it's reassuring that no one's actually been given the sack yet in the Premiership. No, they're still sticking by them. Because it is usually just... They're too quick to pull the trigger, aren't they, on most of the mm. managers. When they have a poor run, they just get rid of them. But hopefully they still stick with him. You know, they go down, but then again, they can rebuild, come back stronger next year, like Burnley are intending to do. I've heard that Tony Pulis is sending a shitload of Christmas cards around the <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> really high-quality ones. Lots Chris, of glitter. Chris Coyne got on the Man of the Post section in the years the race for Pulis. I don't know. There's a couple of teams that would, I think, they'd take him in a heartbeat around there, bottom of the table. Uh, he, he just just keeps teams in the Premier League. That's that's what he does. He is the magic man. Apparently so. Uh, let's go down to the Championship then. Uh, let's talk about Leeds, Colin. How, how do we follow up our best season, our best game of the season, um, with one of our worst? Took the lead after four minutes. All looked quite good. And then we decided that we uh, actually don't want to play football. It's the worst passing performance from a Leeds team I've seen this season. And we've been battered a couple of times this year. Yeah, wasn't great, was it, Ross? Couldn't string two passes together after the opening five minutes. Yeah, um, what, what, what... It, it's a bit of a strange one, Ross, because we managed to beat Derby who were top of the table. Oh, we didn't have a shot on goal. Full of confidence. We go to play Ipswich, who are second in the table. I think they were at the time. And we get demolished. Yeah. Greg, any ideas how many uh, away games Pompey have won this in this calendar year? 
And yeah, oh dear. Because uh, Leeds have won four. I think we might be at four as well. <laughs> I can recall, yeah, I think it might be four. That is, that is bad. That's Birmingham home form-esque, this is. I don't, um, poor away form baffles me. It does. It's oh, Just uh, shut up shop. It's, yeah, how bad can... It's, it's a pitch with 11 players on it. I know it sounds uh, simple, but... <laughs> it's the same. It must, it must be. That's it's still simple. grass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I, I was on the message boards after the game, Ross. And... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was with the crazies. And um, they were particularly slating Jason Pierce. Having a go at the whole of the defence, and and I made the point that when a, a defence seems to capitulate or seems to fall to pieces, defenders don't just become bad players. Often it's because of the formation and the tactics that the manager set up. Yeah. And and I think Redfern has to take a look at himself for for setting Leeds up the way he did. Um, and it's just as well that Neil Redfern's name is Neil Redfern, because if it was, if it was Darko Milanic or Dave Hockaday. Fans would be wanting him out. Honestly, they would. Yeah, you need um, to change because... style. You can't go with this four diamond two formation away from home with three kids in midfield. You can't do that. You need to bring more. Rudy Austin should have played. Even Michael Tong should have been in there just to shore up the the back four, help them out a bit. Because Ipswich are a good attacking team. Yeah, set set, set them up not to lose. Exactly. Pierce, isn't, point, Pierce isn't the greatest footballer, but. He seems like a good man. He seems like he would just throw himself in front of a football if it's coming towards him. He's a bit like a dog, more than a player. But I quite like him. But it's because he's not Belushi, isn't it? Which people seem to get on his back for this week. I, I think the thing is, there's a particular trait about Leeds United fans, and that's that there's always got to be one villain. Mm. There's always got to be someone who gets picked on. So in the past, it's been Johnny House and Bradley Johnson, Jermaine Beckford. Mm. You know, like 25 goals in a season wasn't enough <laughs> because he's lazy. Um, you know, um, it used to be Stephen Warnock, but now he's actually playing well. Oh, we can't pick on him. All right, it's Jason Pierce's turn. It used to be Tom Lees. Yeah. Remember him? Um, There's a common theme with all of these. None of them play for us anymore. <laughs> well, exactly. And they've done well at the teams they've gone to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Blackpool, they got a win. It was only against Birmingham, but they've got a win. They've got 12 points. They're eight points from safety now. It's not looking good for them. Uh, Millwall got hammered away at uh, home. 5-1 by uh, Middlesbrough. They were chasing automatic promotion. Bournemouth beat Wolves in a, a pretty decent top of the table clash. Although saying that, Wolves are thirteenth now somehow. It's uh, tight. Odd. Yeah, it is very tight. Uh, Wednesday beat Blackburn two one. Uh, on Friday night, Watford dismantled Fulham at home five nil. Uh, Dan Byrne re- returned from suspension, and uh, that happened. Um, anything happened in uh, League One, Greg? No, no it was FA Cup. Who cares about that. the FA Cup? Yeah, true. There's been Rubbish. some action at Poppy this week, isn't there? Yeah, we lost our first team coach. Is this uh, a scapegoating, do you think? or Who, who knows? It's Something's happened behind the scenes. Mm. And uh, Alan McLaughlin, he's a club legend, yeah. uh, was here as a player. Great midfielder. Yeah, fantastic. Played for Ireland. Um, and then came back as a as a coach and by all accounts is a fairly decent coach and he's by all accounts been asked to leave although the club have just released a statement saying that he's gone but they tried to give him another role right. and that it was media speculation that didn't allow him to get it so which mm. I think is a, a load of nonsense but it my first reaction was it was a scapegoat for um Orford's failings recently, but there's also a factor taking called David Connolly, um, who striker, yeah, who has been hasn't played in a, over a year. I forgot he was still that Pompey, to be honest. I yeah, he's still there, <laughs> hasn't played in over a year, but is still one of the club's highest earners and isn't even allowed to train with the first team. Really? He, yeah, and it's a bit um, bad egg. by all accounts, he's a, a very bad egg. Oh. Um. But and he also applied for the job twice, hasn't got it twice, and has just been ball, 
from what has been said, apparently him and McLaughlin weren't couldn't even be in the same room. Oh God! So it was a volatile, you know, atmosphere at Fratton Park sometimes. Mm. But I do feel like maybe the wrong man has gone because probably cheaper to pay off McLaughlin than Connolly, though. Would you think? I'm not too sure on that front, but um, they said the excuse at the moment is that they want more lead to experience. Yeah. But I can see the size of the squad as it is, why you couldn't get rid of just a couple of players who aren't playing at the moment yeah, and then try and employ another coach alongside Macara. But I think that's why I think something might have gone on behind the scenes. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, so he's going to go he, alone for now, is he, Andy Orford? Yeah, well, it's it's a, it's a bit strange because Maka, he's released a book this week, you know, the big book um, signing opening at Fratton the night before the news broke, oh. saying how, you know, how proud he was to be at the club and what he was looking forward to doing. And then, it's it, it came out of the blue massively and the, the likes of Orford and and that were there for that, supporting him for it. So it's just a very odd situation. Yeah, that is very strange. OK, uh, it was FA Cup, uh, second round actions this weekend. Um, Blythe Spartans and Worcester City will be the lowest ranked teams. Uh, there's eight non-league sides in there, though, which is pretty good. Uh, there's conference clubs, Dover, Southport, Gateshead, Wrexham. Uh, Colin, we've got a bit of a history of being... Have uh, our pants pulled down by non-league teams? Would you want us to get one of those? Would you want us to play Blythe Spartans in the third round, or would you prefer one of our standard Premier League teams that we beat? Uh, well, our, our form is that we actually do quite well against the top teams, yeah, um, and then we play Histon and lose. Um, <laughs> so, so for us, I, I'd like a Premier League team, home or away, it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I wouldn't particularly. And the other thing as well, I think in the, the last cup competition. In the Capital One Cup, we got knocked out by Bradford, didn't we? Yes. So. Um, Thanks for that, Dave. Yeah, I, I think a Premier League team would do us nicely. I'd, I'd get a little bit worried if it was a champ team or, or anything lower. <laughs> yeah. Which which is bizarre. But <laughs> it is really. I think we actually enjoy, you know, going to a Premier League club and everybody gets up for it. And uh, I think it's because yeah. if you get beaten by them, it doesn't really matter. They're a Premier League team. You expect it. But if you you when you're the massive favourites. It's a massive weight of expectation on your shoulders to beat them comfortably as well. Yeah, I, I, there was something interesting. You remember when Leeds beat, um, knocked Manchester United out in the in the third round? Yeah. And I was listening to Andy Hughes talk about how Simon Grayson approached this, and he said he set the team up, da, 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 and Andy Hughes was expecting him to say, right, okay, just keep it simple, da da da. Um, and then everybody's waiting for him to say something like that, and he just said, no, he says we're going to do them today, <laughs> and just left it at that and walked out. And, and leads one. Give them a um, little bit of confidence rather than just saying, just defend, defend for your lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, that, that's us. I mean, Richie, you're a Liverpool fan. What would you like? A big team or a minnow? Oh, well, we've had our upsets in the past. Mm. You're not quite sure. I mean, you know, I don't see us beating anyone at the moment. <laughs> Leicester would be nice again, but hey there. <laughs> but no, I think I'd go for a, a lower league team. Yeah. Just because I don't know, it's good for the lower league teams as well to get teams like Liverpool who have all this income. So yeah, for them, it'd be good. And if I do get a result, then it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Greg, obviously, Ports have got knocked out. I've got the ball. Uh, Colin wants you to pick another team to support in the FA Cup. I've got all the ball numbers here. 1 to, six, oh. one to 64. I don't want to. 1 to come on. 1 to 64. Pick one for top I've, first. I've, I've washed, washed my hands of this competition already. <laughs> I did that on a cold Wednesday night in Aldershot. All right, let's pick one for the man. You can pick one for the man of the post team to get behind the season then. 1 to 64. 1 to for the man. Uh, let's go halfway. Let's get 32. We are behind Reading in this season's oh. FA Cup. That's boring. <laughs> Isn't it? Can I pick one for Tom? Yeah, go on. Right. Uh, who would he want? They're not actually in alphabetical order either. Are they not? Oh, they are to a point and then they switch, which is odd. Okay, Tom can have uh, 35. 
<laughs> I think I think you've worked that out at Southampton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate, Tom. Oh, that is unlucky, Tom. But we'll tweet that in a second so he finds out it'll work. So get beyond them, Tom. Giving you full support. Ross, does anybody want to give a little trial of a potential new quiz? It's still very much in its infancy, so it'll be very quick, this one. But but my thinking is that the quiz will be called You Tweet. <laughs> and there'll be a selection of tweets from footballers, um, members of Man on the Post. Okay, And so far, I've been sifting through uh, the tweets of Ross... <laughs> the tweets and the tweets of Tom Lana. Oh God! Now, Greg, you know. The man post well, <laughs> Greg, you know Tom pretty well. Yeah. Richie, Definitely. you know Ross pretty well. So, how about I give you a few tweets, and uh, Greg and Richie, you just tell me whether you think this tweet is by Tom or Ross. <laughs> Brilliant. Are we ready? Yeah, go on. Then. Okay. Let's see. Where shall we start? Just blew my nose and a dead fly came out. <laughs> what? That's Tom. That is Tom. <laughs> That's Tom. It is Tom. <laughs> I don't know you get in there, Tom. What are you doing with your life? Ranted. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Some scatty people in Asda at this time of night. Some guy just apologised to a trolley and then walked around the store like a monkey. I'm going Ross. I feel like I've seen a couple of Asda tweets from Ross. I'm going to Tom. He enjoys a late night trip to Asda. Oh, Ross might be working actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm at work at that time, Richie. Come on. Oh, dubious. Yeah. It is Tom. <laughs> okay, how about this one then? Good to see that since S Club split up, Tina has become a sex worker. Hashtag, what are you wearing, love? That's Ross. <laughs> I missed this tweet. It Definitely is Ross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Ross. <laughs> if anyone saw children in need, they'd understand. Okay, how about this one then? Where's your double-breasted blue suit jacket now, Rio, eh? Yeah, expletive. <laughs> <laughs> so we going Tom that's definitely Ross that's Ross yeah definitely all day long it is it is Ross I don't even know why I said that <laughs> okay and, and just two more now um, with the amount of utter shit released in the cinema in the last 15 years I still can't believe there hasn't been a sequel to A Bug's Life well, I think the last 15 years gives it away. <laughs> Sorry, Ross. <laughs> Outrageous. Richie, you do you do his and hers movie reviews, don't you? We do indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah so is, do you think that uh, Ross's movie knowledge would uh, include something like A Bug's Life? <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Go on, love A Bug's Life. I'll tell you, that was indeed Tom. It was. Oh, <laughs> And this is the last one. Um, I just opened a pack of 12 garlic dough balls and there were 16 inside. I think I've just won life. It doesn't get better than this. We know this is from. It's true, to be fair. That doesn't sound like a pretty true thing. I don't know. I'm going Tom again. I don't think Ross is the kind of person to get excited about dough balls. <laughs> I may be wrong, though. I do like a dough ball. I'll go Tom as well. It is indeed Tom Lana. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's just a very... It's very much in its infancy, but it gives you a little bit of flavour of of uh, something to maybe expect if we if we decide to go ahead with the quiz. I think we're definitely going to do that one. I think we're just going to tweet some the four or five of us. Stop the footballers. <laughs> It's funny, just using us. The, the challenge is, Ross, is that you tweet quite a lot. Yeah, I and <laughs> I, I was scrolling down, and, and Twitter actually crashed on me. Um, <laughs> so, so I got about to uh, July, and oh, then God. it crashed. Um, so I've got to find a way of somehow sucking all your your tweets out of Twitter. You can, uh, well, you can get notifications from me, but your phone might blow up. 
I think that's probably advisable. Especially because it's a Windows phone. Mm. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> All right, uh, that that is uh, that quiz is definitely going to happen most weeks from now on, whether Adam likes it or not. Um. So that is all for the Man of Post podcast. Richie, would you like to give your stuff a plug? Yes, thank you. Uh, we are His and Hers Movie Reviews. You can find us on iTunes. Our blog is hisandhersmoviblog.blogstock.co.uk. I'm used to this. I really yeah. am. Do you want to get laid off? And, to yeah, I always get laid off because I can never remember them. <laughs> um, and our Twitter is at Richie and Layla. Excellent. Are you on Facebook? We are on Facebook. I think that's just his and hers movie reviews. I'm probably wrong, though. <laughs> it's a weekly podcast you do? It is indeed, every Tuesday. And you, you see the most recent releases, don't you? And give them a, a spoiler-filled review. Mostly, mostly the recent releases. If there's nothing on cinema, we usually just do a DVD review. Yeah. Because I didn't want to watch Paddington. <laughs> that didn't look good. Yeah, some of the series are, are crap on in the cinemas. Apparently that's yeah. really good. I had really? five five star review in Empire. Wow. It looks terrible yeah. though. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to watch it now. No, you, you leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. You should you should get Greg on at some point as well, who's a big movie man. So my degree says anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully your students will Yeah, and my and my current job title. Also <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, okay, that is the all from us. Uh, make sure you check out the Mail Post Extra Time podcast, which uh, Colin is in charge of. It comes out on a, normally on a Friday before the weekend's action uh, with Chris, Mark, and Emma. Uh, they give you the predictions for this week's, uh, or every week's Premier League matches. Um, they're doing all right. I've kind of tried to ruin their game a little bit, making them predict an actual scoreline for at least one game a week. Uh, so make sure you keep that up, guys. Um... Make sure you check out manpost.com. There are more articles coming soon. Just need to get around to actually writing them. Uh, I have ideas, but can't put them onto the computer. So, if there's some way that I can connect people straight into my head, that would probably be easier. So, if anyone knows how to do that, let me know. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Man of the Post. Check out uh, Colin on Twitter at Cass707. And Greg at Greg Kitchen. And if you do that, you'll be able to find out um, who's tweeted what for our upcoming quiz as well. Yeah. Uh research. Uh, so until next week it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Richie. Bye! Goodbye from Colin. <laughs> goodbye. And goodbye from Greg. Au revoir. <laughs> until next week, always remember to have your man on post. What goes on in this town is none of your business. As long as I'm living here, it is. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Well, that's easily fixed.